morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. Thanks for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Today is Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. And on 7.31 a.m. today, we have a story in entertainment. And then we have a story in style. We have two stories over in sports. Coming on 7.31 a.m. today to help me out with the story over in style is... Charlie Colbrenner, the style editor at 1.37 p.m. Charlie Colbrenner, happy Wednesday, good sir. Hey, thank you, brother. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Excited to uh, tell a little story. It's not really style. It's like style adjacent, but we're going to call it style. Um, and I'll let, I'll let you, the listeners at home, decide if it's style or not. Um, unfortunately, 7.31 a.m. listeners, we are going to start today's episode off um, with, some, with some sad news. And there's just no right way to say this but i'm just gonna deliver it the best i can uh on tuesday take off uh one of the members of the migos rap group he died uh again that was on tuesday he was 28 years old it was a public event and it was really sad to see i mean what the migos have meant to really all of the south but specifically atlanta jail rucker uh fellow 7:31 a.m team member uh is is an atlanta girl and was talking about how crushed she was seeing all of this news and kind of collectively as a whole the 7:31 a.m team did talk about how tragic it is that these photos and videos do get posted obviously the news itself is horrid and there's no way no right way to do it but it is it's a tragic, tragic thing to have to relive it over and over and, and to see the the brutal images. Um, I mean, I'll just say personally, you know, remarkable talent. Truly, probably my favorite member of the group. And, and while the other two added their own flair and style and the fact that they were a family is so cool. But it was Takeoff who delivered some of the best rap work in the Migos. Um Sending love, obviously, to the entire family, but also just all of Atlanta in our age demographic during this time because the Migos do mean a lot to Atlanta. So that unfortunate way to start the show, but we can get on moving and we will start over in entertainment. Entertainment. The TV show The Penguin on HBO Max is getting some casting news. So we will start on over there. Uh, the Penguin has Christine Milioti as the female lead for the show. She's going to be playing Sophia Falcone. So the show is going to be produced by Matt Reeves, who directed the Batman movie. And this is going to be a spinoff of that Batman world. We've talked about this show a lot. Obviously, it's starring Colin Farrell. Um, she will be playing Sophia Falcone, the daughter of Carmine Falcone, and that was played by John Turturro in the movie. I think she's going to be competing against the Penguin, against Colin Farrell's character for power, for control over Gotham. I think this is a really good casting. Uh, if, you, if you're not familiar with her, you might recognize her from... Um, she plays uh, the How I Met Your Mother, Mother, 
um, is is how some people might know her. But this is a very, very exciting announcement. Connor Sheeran actually wrote a article for the 137 p.m. website. 16 Batman villains we'd love to see in a potential The Batman sequel. So that is live on the 137 p.m. website right now as we speak. And if you're interested in stuff like this, please go check it out. Charlie Colebrenner, we are going to come your way as we head over to our style or style adjacent story. What, what's going on? What are these city bike boys all about? Fashion. That's funny. The way you said that was sort of like how an old person would ask me about this article. Like, what are the, the, the city bike boys? But good. But I liked it. Um, but I liked it. That wasn't meant as a dig. Uh, yeah, so this is a fun profile that I did um, yesterday that I just thought it was really fun and we're talking about, so I want to share with y'all. Um, if you haven't seen, there's this Instagram account called City Bike Boys. Uh, they were also recently featured on a Casey Neistat YouTube uh, like day in the life in New York like a couple days ago. He did this whole day where he was with, uh, primarily it's one guy, this guy Jerome Peel. Um, and what the City Bike Boys do is it's primarily Jerome. He is a skater. Um, and sort of in classic skater ethos, he rides a city bike around and just does like absolutely ridiculous tricks and jumps on it. Things that you really would not anticipate that somebody should be able to do with a city bike. If you're not from New York or have never used a city bike, one of the most notable things about city bikes is that they, I looked it up, they, they weigh 45 pounds, which for a bike is super duper heavy and pretty hard to like, when you ride a city bike, it feels very cumbersome and you could not do a jump off on it or go off a curb or anything. Um, but he is doing like, next level the first clip they ever posted was this clip of him jumping down the double set at the les skate park which is i believe it's tw i think it's a, a five set and a five set staircase back to back and he goes down the entire thing he's going so fast and jumps over the entire thing um but I, it was really fun to talk to him uh because i was curious to hear like how it started and i kind of thought that it was possible that it, he was going to be like i don't know it seemed like a fun meme of like we're the city bike boys but it wasn't that at all it was really just that he like truly loves city bikes he loves the product he thinks it's a great program he's been riding city bikes for almost 10 years like since city bike started he's never had a bike in the city but he bikes everywhere like while i was interviewing him at our office he was like i city biked here because he city bikes everywhere he goes um and he really throughout the conversation just like sings so much praise for city bike he's just like they it's a, it's a hell of a product um somehow in the year he's like only damaged maybe one of them after doing like jumps for five years like they do not get damaged which is crazy but i just loved this quote um so talking about that clip where he jumped down the stair set he said that's the first clip ever i woke up thanksgiving thanksgiving five years ago and was just like F it i'll go for it the only thing i was thinking about was like if i fuck up i'm not going to be able to eat turkey um and then it's just funny he's like <laughs> he talks about the fact that now when he looks back at that trick which was the first <laughs> trick they ever did that he says uh you could not pay me to do that under any circumstances. It was just some weird shit that I felt that day, and I went for it. And he still does a ton of crazy tricks, crazy jumps, but that first one is probably the craziest stunt they've ever done and will ever do. Um, but if this sounds interesting at all, go to 137pm.com to read the interview and watch some of the videos because you really have to see it to believe it. It's these ridiculously big, heavy bikes, and he goes around just doing these crazy jumps, like down stair sets. They even will do, like, grinds. Like his friends That's ridiculous, Char. Stuff. It's, it's really cool. It's cool stuff. He also, and I'll do another profile. He also runs a very successful clothing brand called Peels. Um, that is work jackets and stuff with the Peels logo on them. A lot of celebrities, Pete Davidson, Jonah Hill, a lot of famous people. It was one of his jackets was in an episode of Euphoria. Zendaya was wearing it. Um, so I'm also going to do a profile on Peels soon as well. But it's a uh, Jerome Peel, very interesting guy. And City Bike Boys are check check that shit out because it rules. Charlie Colbrenner, thanks so much for the help over in style. 
Appreciate it. I'm glad. Thank you for tying it in to, to the apparel company. Because I'm sure people were confused at first. Like, okay, how is this style? But you tied it in at the end. There is also cool City Bike Boys merch. They have these this City Bike Boys merch right now. That's City Bike Boys whoa, Grateful Dead merch. Whoa, whoa. I actually just bought a shirt today. They do these Grateful Dead City Bike Boys shirts that are pretty Yo, sick. okay. So, Noted. Noted. I will check that out. Thank you so much, Charlie Colbrenner. Thank you, Bo Templin. Have a good rest of your day. Will do. We're going to now head on over into sports. Sports. We got the NFL trade deadline, and there were some moves made, no doubt about it. So I'm just going to run through these really, really fast. The Bears traded for Steelers wide receiver Chase Claypool. Um, Pittsburgh's going to be receiving a second-round draft pick for that trade. The Chiefs got, uh, excuse me, traded Cornerback Rashad Fenton to the Falcons. Lions were trading tight end TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings. And the Bills shipped Zach Moss and a conditional 2023 six-round pick to Indianapolis for Naheem Hines before the deadline. So I think the big news, though, with the NFL trade deadline, the Dolphins, who traded that number three overall pick, and in that pick, San Francisco was the team to get Trey Lance. So that pick turned into Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and Bradley Chubb since then. Pretty, pretty ridiculous what the Miami Dolphins were able to do in the last couple of years. Uh, this has been some pretty remarkable stuff. Our last story over in sports, Steve Nash is out of Brooklyn. Ime Udoka is in. Sean Marks uh, said that... Steve Nash told him, and this is on Monday night, that they are not responding to me. Steve Nash said that the players, the team, are not responding to me. Steve Nash, the Brooklyn Nets separate. They said it is uh, mutual or it was a mutual decision. It was originally reported that he was fired, but afterwards it became announced that it was mutual. Ime Udoka was the primary candidate, the leading candidate, in that search, remember Udoka is the suspended Boston Celtics coach. He now heads to Brooklyn. This has been a disaster start to the season for the Brooklyn Nets. A team riddled with controversy over the last year, year and a half. Came in this season, they wanted to focus solely on basketball, and it has been anything but that. And what do they do after they fire their head coach? Oh, let's go hire the guy suspended on another team. Uh... I, I, I can't believe it. Uh, what is going on in Brooklyn? I have no damn clue. Well, that'll be it for today's episode at 7.31 a.m. For more details on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com. Follow 137pm on all socials. Hop into our Discord. You can chat with us. Be part of the family. We'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious.